0: We have a podcast. Do you want to be on a podcast? Do you want to be on a podcast? What's that? Do you
1: want to be on the podcast? Welcome to Conversation on Tap, a new podcast that seeks to promote intelligent dialogue in an age of echo chambers and self segregation. Pull up a stool, pour a glass of tasty beer, Join us each week as we talk about all the topics you were told not to discuss in polite company. My name is Joel. And my name is Jose. And this week, we are going to talk about speech as a general topic, free speech on campus, and the effects of the internet, Facebook, Twitter on speech. Um, But first, let's talk about what we have on tap. I wish it was on tap. We have to get this tap going in here, but... um, on Bottle. On Bottle. So I went to Kansas City about, in fact, it was one week ago tomorrow when we took a tour of the great Boulevard Brewing. I think we've had a Boulevard beer several times, at least once um, on the show. And uh, I bought a, at the actual brewery, which is the best uh, beer tour I've ever taken, by far. If you guys are ever in Kansas City, which is a great town, go to Boulevard Brewery. You will not uh, regret it. Wait, is Kansas... Oh, hold on, sorry. Is Kansas City in Missouri or in Kansas? It's actually in both. There's a Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas, but the Missouri side is much bigger. I okay. think, I don't know if it's much bigger, but it's appreciably bigger than okay. the Kansas side. It's one of those weird, like, geography yeah. questions. Somewhere. I know, yeah. Kansas City, Missouri, what the heck? But anyway, so this is a, a quadruple from Boulevard. And we just found out what a quad is. We think we have this right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think? I mean... It sounds like it has to do with the amount of
0: alcohol content. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah,
1: and when I heard quad, you know, like, as opposed to triples and doubles, that I thought that it had to do with maybe how many times they... Uh, they fermented fermented or they put it through any, I don't know this So, we think that a quad just has more alcohol because it's for whatever reason it's cooked longer or it's got more sugar in it to be converted or whatever, but it's sure is good. Yeah, lizard's it's mouth bomb. is fairly similar in that it's high alcohol, mm-hmm.
0: it's pretty sweet. But this is this is sweeter,
1: yeah, no doubt. It's not a very hoppy at all. I don't taste any hops yeah. in yeah, it. it's like a I don't know. Yeah. It tastes like a
0: candy beer almost. Yeah, exactly. I like it. it. It's a sweet candy beer. And now for the segment of our show that we call Fred Talks. In this segment of our show, Joel and I will each share one thing that we are passionate about for two minutes, though we tend to be a bit long-winded, so that isn't a strict
1: time limit. This week, Joel, what are you going to discuss? I want to talk about this cool TED Talk that I um, just saw, Mm -hmm. which is funny because we're doing a Fred Talk, by a (laughs) gal named Lyra Borditsky, and it's got a lot of um, hits on YouTube. And it's all about how speech influences the way we think, which Mm -hmm. totally makes sense, right? Language, to me, is like the most powerful tool, and we're both English teachers, Mm -hmm. and so we're big on it in... Um, into language and linguistics, and you know what? We're both totally into and like we're aficionados of grammar. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> grammar's fun, man. <laughs> I actually got into a Quora debate with my uncle about a, a grammar. Um, I guess a disagreement we had about what uh, what part of speech a certain word is, but that's a different topic. Anyway, this gal talks about um, how language totally affects the way we think, and brings up this, this example of aborigines who don't have left or right. Mm-hmm. They instead orient their world by the cardinal um, directions: north, south, east, and west. Uh-huh. In fact, so like if, if I, here's this beer glass in front of me on my left, they would say, and it's it's to my north. They would say, they would say this beer glass is to your left. They would say, get that beer glass, drink that beer glass to your north. Or they would, wow. And they so these guys always think in cardinal directions and always know. I mean, you could spin them a thousand times yeah. in a dark room. And they would not. And they then stop spinning them and, and ask them to point north, and they could do it. Wow. I mean, maybe that's an exaggeration. That's trippy but though, yeah. Yeah, isn't that cool?
0: Well, it's like my wife. She was in the military, you know. Yeah. And she'll say things to me like, check your six. What the, oh six okay like, six so behind me yeah 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 so look, looking ahead is noon you know? yeah so she always or like at your eleven o'clock there's yeah such and such.
1: so her left is nine would be nine and yeah. her right would be three, like, three. Yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. yeah okay right on that's another good way it's a similar concept though but the, the same, but like, that that military talk totally influences the way that she thinks too it's not just her I'm words sure. yeah yeah I, I now that you're saying that I can. Do think of you, examples. Do you think, as um, Chomsky believes, I, many, Chomsky. I think most people now, linguists, believe, because mm-hmm. it's hard for me to believe, that, that, that spe- speech is, is um, genetic. Inherent, Yeah Inherent. Buyakasha, Check this science with none other than my main man, Professor Norman Chomsky. And him is going to explain about language. Why is studying language important?
2: Language is the core property that uh, basically defines human beings.
0: So when animals chat to each other, does them talk in language?
2: Well, that's more or less a matter of definition. I mean, every, every organism has some means of communication, including insects.
0: Okay, so Chomsky is... I love him so much. So I, I actually came into Chomsky after 9-11 because of his political work. Oh, right, And yeah. then I got into his work on linguistics which is a whole different universe yeah yes but i find as a catholic that we have some overlap mm-hmm. so for him morality is hardwired it's genetic okay right and i think for, as a catholic i totally agree we are hardwired as creatures for morality but so that's a whole separate conversation but anyway for language we're hardwired for language
1: yeah I totally I want agree. to see. I, I'm sad to say that I have never gotten into that, and I want to totally see the evidence. So, he's my brother a, just totally recommended this book by Pinker, who, hmm. who advocates for that, and, and some to read it. And, I uh, have a book. book by Chomsky that
0: I tried to read, and it's so complex. I know, I hear he's tough. That I yeah. didn't understand fully, so I yeah. stopped. But there were some things I was able to glean from it. But he's famous for his um, debate, Chomsky's famous for his debate with Jean Piaget. Oh right. Who was right. famous for the tabula rasa concept? Right, right and, right, and he got into debate with Noam Chomsky, and Chomsky's like, "No, we're not born blank slates. Like we're hardwired for certain behaviors. We're hardwired okay. for language, or hardwired for morality and yeah. for other behaviors. So so does he slate. go
1: to the other extreme and say there's no blank slate at all? There's no environment at all? Or is he sort of in the middle?
0: He's kind of in the middle. Like okay, he's like I totally you agree start with that. A blank. You start with these hardwired behaviors, mm-hmm.
1: and then your environment shapes them further. All right, yeah. Or can distort them. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes so much sense that language totally influences the way we think. Um, you know... One thing that I think is so powerful about English is the fact that we have been very tolerant of other languages sort of infiltrating. French have not. You know, there's actually a committee in France that says, no, we're not going to use these foreign language words. Mm -hmm. But English has always been super. We always, you see those lists of words that we add every year. Mm -hmm. And like y'all, I wish we could actually add y'all as a you- needs to have a a plural. There's
0: actually something that I'm gonna talk about in my Fred talk. Not today but today. later.
1: No way. And and Yo. Hawaiians, for instance, speaking of this gentleman who just walked in, went to Hawaii, Roku they have Roku. words for you as in two other people. They have words for you, me and one other person, and they yes. have words for you no, they have words for we as in me and one other person, we, me and several other people. people. But I think when you are that specific it actually is much more useful I think the specificity is always super useful.
0: Yeah. So so I'll bring that up later in a Fred talk because it's you singular versus you, the people in front of me, versus you collectively. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's also the same thing with the word love. So love is one of those words where it's like, I love you so much. Like to my wife, I'll say, I love you. Spanish, right? by the way, have two versions of love. Or yeah, three. but if you look at like Greek, right? There's yeah. multiple. Oh, agape, agape, or, eros, eros. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I love Burger King.
1: And it's useful <laughs> it's for the those. Same yeah, word. it's useful for those um, cultures. Right. And I wish that, in other words, I am a huge proponent of actually very explicitly adding words and mm-hmm. teaching everybody. No, we need to be more specific because we're yeah. we're just so much more. Um, I think when more specific, we don't get into all these problems with language, It's going to be our talk today. Yes, for sure,
2: all right, so' Cause, so you don't want to say you love me today I mean, love is is too weak a word for I love you <laughs> i want to say i I guess English would be like you, yeah, uh, I know I, want, yeah. I, I, I I'm with you on the yeah. whole thing I mean it's like when you're kids, and the the anecdotal story is. The um, native peoples in Alaska having oh, right. so many different words for snow? Right, right. right I I heard in Japanese, they have different they have words for different types of rain or something like that. And in, is that what you're alluding uh, to? In German, they have this great word
1: Schadenfreude, which we I have to use four or five different words to express. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hawaiians have all kinds of different words for clouds and waves that that we don't have. Yeah. yeah there's a general gestalt about that word, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> that, what, that, that's a word I've heard so many times, but I don't know. What is that? No, like an idea? Know, it's, 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 it's like yeah, the, a, the overarching the, the, theme. Yeah, it's just a
2: feeling kind okay, of. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. Idea.
1: Gotcha. I guess it's funny. I don't know. Gotcha. That's, that's good, good. to get the gestalt at all. All right, this yeah. is the great John Holland's head. No! Is our neighbor? I, I can bleep, bleep out great. your last name. If no, I know, you would be too. great. No, that's okay. We always, I don't like. I don't. I'm not bleeper bleepable. bleepable. Okay. We're yeah. <laughs> we're always uh, introducing the uh, the people as great who come on our show. That's true. We've had some great people though. Too. Last week that's we true. had a gal who was. She has spoken complete, beautiful, eloquent um, paragraphs. Um, she's from Cause,
2: that the organization called Cause. Was Hazel, it, was it Hazel? It was Hazel? Oh, do you already know Hazel? That's
1: she was, I know she Hazel. Was amazing, she's yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah, she does. She does a lot of really great stuff. Yeah. Um, Ms. Davalos. Yes. Yeah. She's a mother and a, and, a, and a wife. So. Oh, I know she's a wife. I did not know she
0: was a mother. now. She's got a one year old. Yeah. That's, fantastic. That's crazy. What is your Fred talk? All right, so my Fred talk this week is uh, I'll, I'll keep it. Short and sweet. So last week I talked about how the the Greek, Petra and Petros, some people will distinguish that to kind of minimize Peter's role as the rock. And um, and, and how actually Christ probably spoke in the Aramaic, which was Kefa, which kind of makes that distinction they try to make, Moot. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to so do part, part two of the rock concept. So in Matthew 16:18, Jesus says to Peter, and so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And so that's where you get into the Greek and the, and the Aramaic. And so in that section, Jesus takes the apostles to a place called Caesarea Philippi. Right? And so Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi was a place that Caesar Augustus had given to um, King Herod. And then out of his gratitude, he built this like pagan like temple out of white marble, but into this ginormous rock. Hmm. Right? So then Jesus takes his apostles to this enormous rock. Okay? And at this rock, you can see, like, kind of hewn into the stone, different, like, pagan statues and gods and whatnot.
1: Well, I, I, I either forgot that or I'd never known that, which is pretty shocking as a pastor's kid.
0: And so it, it was kind of like, as teachers, we know this. Like, you want to give visual aids. Yeah. Right? No, he was the master at that. So here's a visual aid. Here's this huge yeah. rock. Right? Right? With all these gods kind of hewn into the to the to the rock here, and the chief god of this of this location or this rock was let me guess Caesar. No, no Zeus god. I mean Greek gods. These were like Roman. Oh, okay, gods. there, we go. there it, we go. It was Pan. Okay, so Pan oh. was like the god of like nature, fertility. Yeah, but he was also the god of shepherds, of oh, sheep of course, herders. Of course, right. So Jesus is taking his apostles to this location. He says to Peter, "You are the rock, right? Yeah. of like the true church of the true God, who is the shepherd, the true shepherd of his people." Yeah, right Not this false rock. To false gods of a false shepherd.
1: In other words, like the people there were making so many more connections than the reader of that verse would. I mean, right. I mean, it's replete with connections, and, and you can actually allusions. go. You can go there. Oh, that would be fun. Cincinnati yeah. Cincinnati Philippi. Is it in Turkey or is it in Israel? I, I want to say Palestine it's in, or? in. I want to say it's in
0: Israel. Okay, why not? Right I'll have to check that. But anyway, it, or maybe it might even be Syria because it's like northeastern Galilee, mm-hmm. but it's been renamed Banyas. Which stands for Pan. Oh, okay. The, the god Pan, right? Yeah. Uh, which is where we get the word like pandemonium and whatnot. But Pond. anyway, so yeah. I kind of wanted to give that background to that. Was that so? Jesus is telling Peter, "You are the rock now yeah. of the true church, the true God mm-hmm. of the God of who is the Shepherd of like His flock." Yeah,
1: and right? yeah, and it made the connection with shepherding that uh, yeah. we wouldn't get from the verse itself. Right, so you can have. Yeah. It, when you you can actually look it up. You can go there. It's yeah. a real place. It's yeah. still there. Now, you as a traditionalist, I'm gonna, I'm going I keep on coming back to this, Shoot. because all these um, ancient um, leaders of the church were men, and, and it all came out of tradition. Don't you think that that's just uh, a product of the times, and can be changed? In other words, if the pope decided to allow mm-hmm. priests to be women. How against that would you be? Super against would you leave the church? Would you I wouldn't leave the church, but I don't think that it would ever happen. I think it will. Because the church it's not necessarily. I don't think it's like... a... I, I'm
0: sorry for interrupting. But... Oh, no, I was just gonna say it's just something that has been passed on from the beginning. Right. And the popes and the people who are in the church don't change things. They do they, Dude, this they, pope they
1: right now is so much more tolerant of gays and and, and I just
0: tolerant, but I would I would say loving. tolerant, but not necessarily changing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think that
2: is change. It's it could be. changed there change
0: for the there are, so I love him. Oh, I, both, I do, do I
2: too. I love Pope Francis. Do you but like the new Pope? I, I mean, do. Mean, he's just so I much. I mean, the fact that to... he even acknowledges that those things have yeah, exactly. a place yeah. elevates them to a certain extent, right? Yeah, and absolutely. It becomes tolerance and... Acceptance. Yep. Right. Yep. He's the first hope to say. This is save. like of course. Right. This is what, this is what Jesus yeah. would do. It, well, that's always the, That's always kind of the crux of it, right? Yeah. Is 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 living as Christ asked people to live and mm-hmm. and walk his walk, right? Right. But as it has a, been as lost a, as a, well sure, but, but it gets lost in, in in our in our kind of need to have something dogmatic to hold on to yeah. and I mean, validate yeah. us rather than Go back and to the source outs- material. Yeah, well, even looking outside of ourselves, which mm-hmm. is kind of what he wanted us to do yeah, yeah, to begin with. Right. 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 It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and so that's why, like Pope Francis, is the first one to use the words like LGBT and gay. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a huge like sea change. And like when he was first made pope, like he had that he had that interview where he said like Who am I to judge?" Right, and that was right. an enormous.
2: Uh, especially in contrast to the guy before him. Yeah. That's the other
0: thing. Yeah. Right? I
1: mean, that's... Who did judge?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dramatically.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But is also causing this huge rift. It's just amazing. I keep on reading about this. It's crazy. I mean, I swear. I think some people are going to break away. It's, they're talking that way.
0: There's this. There's there are the conservative voices who put. It's the, there's a Pharisaical tendency. They put yes. legalism. The Sadducees and They put Persians. their conservatism above and beyond like what Christ would say. Yeah. Right. So it's like, well, no, the law says this. Well, it's like, yeah, but okay, but what did Christ actually do? Like in the Gospels, how did he actually? Right. So. The Pharisees brought to him a woman they caught in the middle of adultery, right? Which in itself is the, a scandal. And this is like
1: the best story ever because it just puts to shame all their
2: intolerance. Yeah. And, and instead of saying like, are you saying, you yeah. know... Should be
1: tolerant of Donald Trump, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should, I okay. guess. Not like
0: <laughs> not, to not, rush that extent. To, not rush to judgment, okay, let's not get, extreme. yeah, let's not get extremist. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: yeah.
0: But instead of saying, like, you're right, the law says stoner, so Jesus actually is really intelligent and clever, he's like, sure. Stoner, here's the first stone. He who is without sin can yeah. cast the first stone. Yeah. And they all walk away. Yeah. So it's about like, you know, sure, this is the law, okay, whatever. But how do you approach the person as a human being with their dignity, yeah. right, and
2: respect for the person? Yeah. It's Well, it's that and and to steal Joel's Joel's word, right now our society is replete with examples of that. Oh, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. For sure. you know, and everybody's willing to throw the stone, mm-hmm. right? Or talking about throwing the stone, right? Right. And completely happy with judging people, mm-hmm. and yet their closet is full of skeletons, and we're all human. That's uh, so right? true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and just, we find it's that really, yeah, it's really unfortunate that that, that in order to advance our own uh, agendas mm-hmm. or what have you, be be a political or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we use whatever we need to do to validate that and mm-hmm. justify it and completely put aside those things that we, we say we espouse.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: totally. Uh, and you see
0: these people a lot of times who are the most anti-gay, right? Just to go back to that example. And what do you find out? Like, they're picking up male prostitutes or they're having sex. That's happened so many times,
1: room. it's almost laughable. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just it just it's such a... An example of like textbook psychology, you exactly, know, Yeah. You're sticking your head in the sand, um, when it comes to the sin that you're most guilty of, it's so yeah. crazy. And it's almost like a pathology, like, okay, what are you most upset about? Okay. That's
2: probably the thing that mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. trying to keep locked away in the closet. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're most dissatisfied or, or, or conflicted yes. about yourself with that. Yeah. yeah. And it's. The you know, the sad thing to me too is a lot of times people who who are that exhibit that kind of persona or actions also have a are, have a loved one in their family who's gay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so it's that's always a, that's always a tough one. Mm-hmm. For, for me. But then you know, on the other hand, you have people who would be otherwise very much going along with the dogma of the church or societal mores and, and yet they, they that one thing mm-hmm. has changed their vantage point because they know and love somebody who is who's humanized it and made it, and, and just, and oh. made it real. That yeah, is a right?
1: great point. It has opened the door in a gooey to so many people. Yeah. And it, it's always funny how it's always this human connection. Yeah. It's yeah. not this this like uh, ivory tower, thinking about it. It's, it always has to do with making that connection right. with a human being. Yeah. So I so. would say, to kind of go back to what we were saying earlier,
0: that when you dive deep into, and I'm sure Andrew Sullivan has talked about this, right? I don't know where you're reading oh, it. Oh, yeah. but Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the real division—it's it, kind of liberal, conservative, or progressive, traditionalist, however you want to interpret it. But I think what it boils down to is legalism versus pastoralship. Mm. Like, are you like this is what the letter of the law says, or yeah. like, okay, that's the letter of the law. How do we actually like engage Spirit. people,
1: encounter yeah. people no, in the funny. flesh? Now, because there's a separation. Not to be a stick in the mud, but I still do, though, have a problem with saying. Love the sin, hate the—I mean, <laughs> right. love the sinner, hate the sin. Because and that, I can't, on one hand, I can't, right. just, I can't. I guess. Oh, what's the word? I I can't stomach can't. somebody saying that God hates the sin and mm-hmm. and and loves the sinner. I think that they go hand in hand, and I think that that's just mm-hmm. this huge statement that just brushes everything off the table. And, and so right. I don't know.
0: I have a hard time. Well, thinking. that that saying is actually going out of... That's not biblical. It's not biblical. It's more like just traditional language that's going out by the wayside. Yeah. Because you're right in a way it's kind of hard to separate because we're all sinners. How do you distinguish
2: between the person and the sin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah I'm not even picking up a stone. I'm not even looking at a stone. Exactly. I'm not even thinking about a stone. Yeah. Did you say stone? I said, I think I said rock. Yeah. (laughs) Well there was that rock. Yeah.
0: Your own Personal Jesus
1: Someone to hear your prayers, someone who cares. All right. Let's move on to our main topic here. So, uh, we were going to do sort of just free speech as topic, but can I just broaden that Broadway. into speech as a whole in, in our in the day of yeah. Facebook and Twitter? Um, and can I start with um, this rabbit hole that I went down this last week? There's a gal that was just recently hired by New York Times. Her name is, I think, Sarah Jeong. She's a Korean gal, Korean American gal. Mm-hmm. And um, she, I don't know how many years ago, wrote some things that were pretty um, nasty. But I totally agree with most of the things she said. She wrote, for instance, white men are bullshit. She wrote, basically, I'm just imagining waking up er white every morning with a terrible existential dread that I have no culture. She wrote, oh, man, it's kind of sick how much joy I get out of being cruel to old white men. And she wrote, um, hashtag cancel white people, amongst other things. Yeah, it was pretty harsh. And so the trolls on the alt-right grabbed this. Sure. And they wanted the New York Times to fire her right after hiring her. Mm -hmm. And um, if I believe, to their credit, they didn't because... Now, if she didn't, it wasn't quite an apology. Some people think it was a ridiculous apology, but I was so satisfied with it. She said, I screwed up. I was young. This was years ago. And she said, you have to read it in the context of me responding to alt-right trolls, sort of. I mean, you didn't have to go there. I see. That's my point. I'm like, how hard is it not to get trolled? I don't understand. And know you're a Twitter guy. I've been meaning to ask this to you. Mm-hmm. Have you been trolled? Have you been sucked into using I hate- actually got trolled so much that Dude, I stopped Dude, why? I stopped I, using I've never Twitter. even come close because it's just it. I just laugh. Well, that's smart that you haven't gone there, but, but but, but I, I don't get it. I don't get how you get sucked into the hatred and evil. I don't is know. it because it's, it's this am-
0: is it a millennial thing maybe like my generation? Like we invest too much of ourselves into our social media persona. I think it,
2: I think it is. I totally kind of, think it is. Oh I I completely agree. Because it's not even something that yeah. we conceptualize yeah. from our generation, no. I think. And I you know the thing about, and I think I was I think I was listening to to that particular uh, issue on NPR or, yeah. or been, read about it or something somewhere. And yeah. And my thing with it too is look at they, they this is that this, this is that this part this may be part of social media too is there's always that gotcha thing. Yeah. But yes. they got to go back and find on yes, the internet that. that still lives yeah. and yeah. say, "Nope." Yeah. And, and and part of it is, you know, it's and, and both sides, you know, if you're look, talking about it politically, both sides right and left are guilty of it by saying, look at look what this person did 15 yes. years ago. Yes. Right. It's yes. not like it's Trump or Elon Musk. we doing it right now.
0: Right. 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 Doing right. right, right, right. And Tons they continue. Stuff right they now. never
2: apologize. Or when they apologize for something, they do the exact same thing. And they don't even yeah. need necessarily an, apology, an, an apo- um, apology for what that young woman wrote if those are the things she wrote because i'm willing to put those in the context of who she is yeah yeah and what she's facing right okay. and so i'm and 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 i'm not i'm not um saying to to just to, to let anything and everything go right but i am willing to say, to have somebody like her tell mm-hmm. me you know this in the context of what i was doing now and you know when you're yeah. a college student you're in your 20s you're you're much more likely to, to right. express yourself in yeah. Yeah. I, in very idealistic terms, or in, and also in very aggressive, aggressive or aggressive, yeah, aggressive or 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 divisive terms,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: but. To that point,
1: Zach Beauchamp uh, in Vox Uh writes to anyone, quote, to anyone who's even passingly familiar with the way the social justice left talks, this is just clearly untrue that she's a racist. I'll put that in. Uh, White people is a shorthand in these communities, one that's used to capture the way that many whites still act in clueless and or racist ways. Right. Now, I still wish mm-hmm. they would just add a qualifier. How hard is it, literally, to stick in some. Too, many, some too many, too many, yeah. too many white people, and that's all they have to do? Mm-hmm. And I actually read another article oh, saying instead of lumping. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> generalization. His blanket generalization. I, I think people need to be more specific. We yeah. talked about specificity earlier in their
2: language. We have to be. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Well, because look at you or you or I feel and and. and Who's, who sit in in, as a white male and feel like we're yeah. in a liberal orientation yeah. say, wait, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. right, right. And so then I'm we had, getting lumped in with somebody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm getting lumped yeah. in with Alex Jones. No.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and, and females, I don't know if you guys remember this huge meme about two or three or four, I don't know, years ago, saying, not all men, because uh-huh. the women were bringing up that, and they made fun of all the white men saying, not all men. Yeah. But I did feel that. I mean, yeah. I have, and I've gotten... Definitely guilty of doing stupid things. But generally, I hope that I wasn't the type. On the to, whole. On the whole, yeah. And I wish they wouldn't lump it in. And, and I, if they are forgiving that, if they mm-hmm. say well, that's going to continue, I'm not, a, I'm not for that. I'm not for saying white people this. Right. I just, I don't want the generalizations. But, but I will say this, though, in defense of this Sarah Jong. Yeah. That.
0: And, and I, I, maybe I don't want to necessarily defend those particular statements, but I do think that maybe she's engaged in a form of polemics that kind of forces uh, the reader to look at an opposite course. perspective she's from what course. they're used to. Yeah, of That's, course, It's putting them outside of their comfort zone. No. And that,
2: people don't like that. And that's why nobody, that, but that's, but that's the other thing is like I was saying, is that's I think why mm-hmm. nobody wants to, nobody contextualizes it. Nobody, mm. nobody puts it in, you know, that's the, that's the gotcha thing, but they, yeah. they, they pull a portion of right. something out and mm-hmm. say, look at this, look at this lady, she's, yeah. she's racist. Right. Right. right? It's right. Re- or, or more important, some uh, white radical says. Right see there's reverse racism here. Right. In when right. in reality it's just her main, bad, they're just as bad as we are. Right. <laughs> and and
1: in reality her main goal is to yeah. fight all these and there's just an appreciable amount of mm-hmm. alt right nuts. Yeah. And and yeah. I um, I mean, and all three of us totally, I assume, would agree that their sin is way worse than her sin. I mean, yeah. they're nuts. Yeah, So the, she,
2: the history is on her side. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> so yeah. the New York
0: Times, to what we discussed earlier, had an opinion piece um, yesterday called The Outrage Over Sarah Jong, and the subtitle was let he who is without a bad tweet <laughs> cast the first stone.
1: That's perfect. <laughs> that rocks. That, that just fits so
2: perfectly. so <laughs> perfect. Hey, we didn't plan, no, we planned that. We planned that, but not that. Yeah, head sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I walked into, I just walked into all kinds of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But I mean, I think, and this kind of goes back to our discussion a couple weeks ago with James Gunn. Oh, yeah. And, so you look at Roseanne Barr; she got fired by ABC Disney for her tweets, but they were happening today.
2: Oh, you, oh yeah, and now, were,
1: can I be the explainer on why she should be fired? Because she it. continued. Yes, she continued after apologizing. She after apologizing, right? Yeah.
2: So I mean, I I didn't I, I still don't get that whole thing. I mean, it, it just with and I only read briefly about. Gun and it was what eight years, ten ten years, years ten years ago. ago. Yeah, and he tried to and he he explained it and again just like with the young Korean woman from the New York Times, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to just put this in context Mm -hmm. and time frame. I haven't heard anything from him since. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's you know I mean it's a gotcha, it's a gotcha gotcha. culture, and it's and it's and the hard thing is is to not say. I think, and this is kind of what you guys are alluding to is. Mm Well, this is the standard for one person. Why isn't that same standard right. being upheld for this other person and he can explain it away? Right. And he's and, it, and the other hard part is he's a white male. Yeah. Right. In, a, yeah. in a in yeah. a position of power in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I think this where, where
0: we feel uncomfortable is are we being hypocritical? by making nuances. Exactly,
1: exactly. Of course, I like nuance. But see... I think we all need to be more nuantical. But see, like with Roseanne...
0: (laughs) (laughs) But with Roseanne, it's contemporary racism. She continued after she apologized. Right. James Gunn, these were 10 years ago. He apologized already, and he deleted many of those texts. Yeah. But then someone who was doing the gotcha game was like, oh, you don't like Trump? Let me go back in your Twitter feed and find some tweets from 10 years ago that are uncomfortable for you.
1: Yeah, okay. I want to pile on to that. So pile Um, on. on. So Ezra Klein wrote an article. I loved it. It was called "Twitter Is Not Your Friend," <laughs> and the point was that Twitterers belong to this. What is it? Tweeters? Twitterers? The Twitterverse. <laughs> the, twits. The twits. They're yeah, twits. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, they um, they get into these communities on. on yeah. And I, I don't use Twitter, and you do, I know. So you had you got into this community, right? And you think you're only talking to your community, right. not realizing that no, it's broadcast to the whole world yeah. and the whole world will get do the gotcha yeah. when really talking about context right. you're talking to that community mm-hmm. you know and it gets in a lot of
2: these yeah. athletes yeah, I don't know people if you people know can, you yeah right? yeah the people yeah. in my community know me yeah. right they, they know, know all from. the subtleties yeah. but, but you're writing innuendo yeah, whatever yeah,
1: yeah. you're writing okay. to, to the whole world and that's got so many people into so I, I stopped using my twitter but I created a twitter account for
0: the smear um, association. Right. Right. So I'm only friends with like Betsy DeVos <laughs> and like ZTA, NEA, like the edu- like Education Weekly, Scholastic. Yeah. So our, that, it's like an education verse and no one's being racist there.
1: Right. Yeah, right.
0: The, the meanest thing is they'll call me, uh, Betsy DeVos an idiot.
1: Now, but, have there been any controversy at all? Has there been anything that's been slightly interesting? <laughs> I'm sorry not that I've I'm not
2: calling your universe. It's, you know, boring.
1: That's, but that's yeah. That's you did. <laughs> I
2: did. It's, yeah, the, I did. Vanilla it's the
0: vanilla verse. I'm not verse. even on
1: there.
0: I don't do it. I'm sorry. The, so if you want to find, if you want to find like controversy, you need to go to Reddit and then check out those. Songs. Oh lord, that's
1: I've, where it gets I've actually been dark. Been that and, Yeah, it is dark. Yeah, it is nasty. Yeah. That's where the uh, cock and the pedos
2: and that's that really kind of crap. Yeah, that's naughty stuff. So, is, is am I glad that I'm like totally, yeah. totally retro oh. and not doing oh, all these things? I really do think it. that we are like
1: I'm kind of maybe in between you, but but I go into it and like I'm
2: happy not to have gone. I mean, I'm just a half a step past my space. I mean, I'm on Facebook, and that's about it, right? I mean, hey, Dylan, i I got a Twitter account. i got an Instagram account I don't use either. Nah, you're not missing a thing. Wait, what is it? Snapchat. Yeah. See, I know that, Yeah. Yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. But you all, all the kids in high school are on that. And they're yeah, to coach that's, them. That's totally yeah. taken off. So I just I just don't think that's a good thing. Stay away. It's it's that's good. But I love
1: that I love that title. Um Twitter is not your friend, and I think his point is is well taken and uh I think it's but again, my We
2: got a guy elected.
1: Yeah exactly. It, that's a great point. Let's get down that rabbit hole because yeah, Russia, yeah. Okay, we've got to bring that up, and we're talking about free speech, language, how it affects culture as a whole. Why do so many Republicans not think that a—I mean, and they totally hated Russia before. Right, right. Why do they think they wouldn't go after that um, aspect of trying to—of course it's going to happen, yeah. and it has happened, and it definitely
2: affected—it probably— but the end game justifies it, right? Right, the exactly. Finding, that's what it is. Finding dirt out on Hillary, that, yeah. little, that little twist on it— mm-hmm seems to justify it, right?
1: Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded
2: mightily by our press. <laughs> it does. But that's, I don't know that you can even just put that on the Republicans. I think if, if, oh, no, I, I if it could go the other way, oh, it, totally does. it yeah. would go... The other way. I mean, it's the same way that you know people can go and look on old uh, YouTube videos of Reagan and and Bush both talking about the positive impacts of having immigrants coming here, right, in the '80s, and 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 the Dems being really pro-union and and wanting to protect the workers here and not wanting illegal immigrants coming, mm -hmm. and how that. How that table's flipped yep. right now? Yeah, yep. yep. totally. So I mean, it's just—it's just—and we talk—and and I don't
1: know if you know this, but a huge theme on this show is just that we want to expose our own what's the psychological, kind of our own biases, our own, our own biases, but, confirmation bias. confirmation biases. Yeah, we, and seek we have, out to, things we have that. to push as human beings. We have to push against our own confirmation biases. Yeah.
2: Oh, I agree, and and you know that's the, that's the whole thing right now. With the sophistication mm. of how our devices feed us information, yep. right? And yep. you guys are probably—I, I, I don't know—but my guess is that that's what you guys—that's what you guys have talked about. And like, you know, we'll we'll be looking at a news feed, and mine all come from news feeds that my phone has learned I probably want to hear about. And, yeah, well, yeah and so about them many times. you have to make it—you have really have to play an active role in seeking out other vantage points or points of view on what's going on because you got, you want to, you want to know what other people, how they, how they see things. Well,
0: that's how you get those
1: echo chambers.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's kind of in the, that's in our intro. Yeah. is like.
1: Break 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 out out of those echo chambers. Read people who you disagree with. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's get into if we can. Sorry for totally changing. Yeah, no, you're good. But college is safe spaces, Um, and the restriction, maybe, of free speech on college campuses. Do you think it's a problem or not? I Um, do actually. I worry. I don't think it's a. I think that the right tries to magnify the problem. Yeah, yeah. For sure. and, and I think that we have to be careful not believing the right. It might not be as big a problem as the right thinks, but mm-hmm. I think that colleges sometimes try to coddle.
0: Too they'll, much. they'll create safe spaces, right. quote unquote. Where like okay we're gonna talk about this tough topic, and if you're at all triggered, you need to exit right. And then they'll have speakers come to campus, like that Milos uh, guy who's yeah. awful, Friday. right? Right. And so there'll be an alternate place where they'll have like puppies and stuffed
1: animals, and you mm-hmm. can go there right. and not be triggered. And like right. that just really yeah, I think denigrates. Could, there's a great argument that that's antithetical to college itself and to the need just, to, really. just give me every idea no matter how odious. Yeah. Yes, it is, and yeah. Who
2: who came? You okay? This, I mean, this is a great example, right? You went to a small Christian Christian college, college, Irvine, yeah, which probably had a pretty strong vantage point, right? of how things were. And so did you have people come and speak no. from, from, so did you no. get any kind of, no. Yeah. And so that's is, great point. Yeah. So here's, here's the, I mean, I, 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 really agree with you guys. I think this is important. And I, and in, in, in the context of the day when I went, to, cause I went to Occidental college mm. and it's pretty much And your son liberal, goes to
1: Berkeley right now, which is like a main point of our talk. Yeah. Right. And Obama went to Occidental. And
2: he, right, right. He was, he was a sophomore and I was a freshman. Oh, wow. but, but um, so oh, I forgot that, yeah. So which was when we were trying to divest from apartheid. So this is a pretty liberal that's institution crazy. and which which had some very conservative. Jack Kemp is an alum, alum. Oh, and wow, yeah. So there's there's but, some uh, there's uh, awesome conservative a conservative. I can totally just right. that that
1: institution
2: rubbed off on him in a yeah. good yeah. way, obviously. Right. So but but we had Phyllis Schlafly come. And, speak, oh, really? you know, and and here's a woman who, who wanted nothing to do with ERA. Right. We had G. Gordon Liddy come wow. good for, speak. You know wow. what? And and so, no matter how much I hate those people, good for Oxy. Yeah, and so it 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 really kind of gives you both sides of the story Hell for yeah. one, or both points of view, if you if you will. But it also it also is that thing where <laughs> you can talk to those people, yeah. right? You can ask questions of those people, right? Yeah. So. And, and Liddy was, you know, Liddy was classic. Yeah. I mean, he talked, he took questions from the audience, and then they had a reception over in one of the dorms, and he's sitting wow. there just BSing with, with, with kids. That's awesome, <laughs> right? I remember listening to that guy on the
1: radio, thinking, this guy's a nutcase butt. He he'd be kind of fun to party with. <laughs> well, this is a
0: guy who was, like, shooting out lights and lampposts so yeah. no one could see
2: them lurking in the dark. I have to, I have to admit, I went to school with his son, Oh really? So, I, there is I, I, you know that was that was. Oh, that's great. I mean, I that's just well, I sort yeah. put it out there, you know. Yeah. It's just, but there, but I think you know I think that so I think I guess what I'm agreeing with you on is is that I think it's important to get those those things. And so provocateurs like Milo's, you know, numnuts. Yeah, is not. I, I don't think he's that guy. You're right. I don't think he's bringing a different point of view. He's just trying to drum, drum crap up and yeah, and His... to the right to the right's credit. If you go up to Berkeley and you see what the posts are on all the, on all the telephone poles, uh-huh. it's the far left people who just want to do the same thing that are, yes. that are going to those things. Right. Exactly. We try exactly. to get that so middle ground. Yes. Exactly. Because it's the far left can be just as nutty as the far left. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. it's the Tip O'Neill and, and Reagan coming together things yeah. that you yeah. want to see. Yeah. <laughs> right?
1: When, and totally. We talked about that specifically. relationship specifically so many times and how wonderful that was. Yeah. You know? Unique. Yeah, More unique. Of that unique and it's
2: not happening anymore, and it needs to, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, look at, look at freaking McConnell. I mean, as soon as Obama gets elected, he says, we're not going to work with the, Who has ever said that before? And we're, but we're not going to engage the other side at all. We're mm-hmm. not yeah. even going to try. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's just so And satin. so that's led us
2: to it's, where we you are. You know, you can put it on Trump, but it started a long time oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, I think
0: you can go back to, like, Clinton trying to impeach him from the beginning Yep, and that whole Newt Gingrich revolution, yeah. ninety four, it like the I mean, polarization. Before, yeah. I mean, it goes. And on, I'm, right. I'm sure you can find stuff about Reagan and whatnot, but yeah, I think it really. Yeah, the '90s is when it started.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, another area where I agree with colleges quashing free speech is when they have to spend millions of dollars in security. In security. Yeah, yeah, to stop. um businesses have gone out of business because their windows and their they're they're oh, really. Yeah, wow. and it's sad. And and if that's going to happen every time, I think that's pretty reasonable to say, you know, we're not going to have this guy come on and we know there're going to be riots. Yeah. And so I mean, and of course, and then where do you draw the line? as far as when does that speech become hate speech. Right, and, and a lot of it is. It really is so, like the conservatives will always tell you, these guys are snowflakes and they don't want to hear uh, the other side. But no, the other side are probably, provocateurs who want to instigate these riots so that their alt-right side can say, look at these snowflakes, they can't handle this. Right. And so it's, 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 (laughs) but I do
2: think on one side it's extreme, on the other side extreme, and we have to find that center. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's that, you know, I, we lived through the same thing when I was working at Occidental with multiculturalism. Right? Yep. And there's and that same thing, hate speech, what's hate speech and what's what's or you know, even what's a hate crime. Yeah. Right? Those kinds of things. And so it's you know, but it's it it, it even if it comes back to the gotcha thing, it's kinda like you said, it's it's somebody wanting to that Milos Milos or whomever the woman who who cancelled a couple of a couple of her cards. Well, t- and uh, Coulter too. And Coulter, yeah. Coulter. She just yeah. makes money. There's another woman. Her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was another one. they just it's yeah, it's all about, and that's that's the other part. It's all about the do Yes. Oh, yeah. It certainly is. It's, A I lot of people it's about the do re It really yeah. is.
1: It it's really is all about but the Do-Re-Ni. that's. it's like,
0: oh, you really need to buy my book now because,
2: <laughs> because the snowflakes
0: don't want you to hear this. <laughs> yes. They shut down my talk at the and university, just, yeah, so it's... now you want to, like, get my book.
1: And it's the same old tripe, yeah, yeah it's...
0: Um. Oh my goodness! But I, I, so I think my issue with the college, like safe spaces, are that you know yeah. we should be en- engaging ideas, yes. we should be meeting people across the political divide, and having those tough conversations, yes. not running
2: away from them. God, that's well, what, right. That's not, so creating, fun. not creating, not creating some place like you said to coddle and and just say, oh, oh, you're okay. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, okay. Because mm-hmm. man, they get out of the they get out of that school, they get out of college. Yeah. What have we what have we done for this person right? Yeah. Really?
1: This might be such a generalization, but I have heard four or five different employers mm-hmm. and they are literally bosses of millennials who say they are truly Snowflakes—they can't handle—and your, we, our job is not to worry about offending you. We right. should never <laughs> worry about offending you. You're an adult, you know. Come on. Right. And, and colleges th- for sure shouldn't be worried about sure. offending people. Yeah. I just saw a meme the other day
0: where it was like it was kind of the it was kind of the flip side of that snowflake argument. It's like you know our the greatest generation faced down Hitler oh, and Nazis, yeah, that's... and this generation did you know they they fought for civil rights. In our generation, they're crying because football players are kneeling during the (laughs)
1: national anthem. That's a great point, though, because I think that people are, and we should all take a step back and say, man, when I was a kid, we were worried about nuclear warfare. Right. You know, there was a Cold War going on between two great powers that could annihilate each other. Mm. Really, the stuff
2: nowadays is kind of mild. Well, they're fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were fortunate. They're maybe even still more. a little bit more fortunate. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is we're trying to prepare our kids and the next generation after that to go out into a world and and see those things and deal with them. So if you put them in a safe space where they haven't learned to, it's not about coping, but it's, it's about dealing and saying, you know, whatever, sexism in the workplace or sexual harassment in the workplace or, or racism or whatever it is to identify. And say, and and, ha- and and have a way to deal with it, right? right. And, right. and and face it and say, ah, not going to happen. That's yeah, right. no, not right, and not going to happen. If and that's, so, I'm not sure that a safe space does that, right? It doesn't. It yeah. just it just it's, it's protectionist. It's, it's just yeah, burying your head in the sand. It's kind of kind of like the. the parents that go to every soccer game and yes and, and the kids it, all and their kids get the, 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 the best kid on the field yeah. and
0: yeah. have a trophy yes yeah everyone gets a trophy yeah. yeah maybe that's a bad analogy yeah maybe. no yeah. i no. so okay so i think one of the other issues that we were looking at was how do um, how do, how do some people or countries exploit our concept yes. of free speech? Yes. So you mentioned earlier Russia. Yes. They totally created all these bots, these fake profiles. They spread fake news because we do have a pretty open-door policy in terms yeah. of free speech.
1: Yeah, and have been harmed by and that. And it can be a Vaivete, tool. you could call it. Yeah. It can be a tool used against us. Yeah. Well, it's so shocking that at the preponderance of Republicans who think it's not happening, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's just sad that it's all depends on on what team you're on, you right. know. And why wouldn't Russia try to exploit that? Of I course. mean, of course they're gonna. I'm sure we've done it. Yeah, I know that's <laughs> well, the other look, thing. Yeah, denial is yeah. not just a river in Africa. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah,
2: exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> we are doing it. Yeah, I mean we're doing it. But the other thing is, is I think we are for whatever reason, particularly susceptible to it. Like there's a certain degree of lack of cynicism mm-hmm. that we have. I mean, look at the community we live in. Look at all the stuff that people do in this community for one another. Yeah. So there's a willingness to believe in something. Right. I, can something. I bring up a crazy concept? Kindness is a weakness.
1: I mean, kindness yeah. is our society and it's a great thing until it gets exploited by other yeah. outsiders. So yeah. It's weird. Trust, trust, yeah. naivete,
2: of Course, you're going to explain, and but, but that's, that's hard, also that's our strength, one. it's also exactly. our strength, too, That's a weird. hard one to say naivete, and you and and you put that in right in there with trust because you know, I mean, if you want to get, I mean, if you want to get biblical, mm-hmm. let's talk about trust, yes, yeah, right, exactly. So, I mean, that's that's a tough one. Naivete has such a negative connotation about being susceptible to being taken advantage of and being kind of clueless maybe clueless, clueless a little bit yeah, right Yeah. and yet trust is such a big part of a big part of what helps make things work well It yeah. does, yeah. yeah i don't know that's so
0: and then true. when someone takes your trust and then flips <laughs> it on you, you. Yeah. yeah it's like you think oh here's this person that i'm following on facebook <laughs> and they're giving me this story that the pope endorsed you know, Trump for president, I'm gonna believe it and then yes. I'm gonna share it thousands of times. Yeah. But then I come to find out it's not true. Yeah. Or that Hillary Clinton is running some pedophile sex ring out of the basement of a, of a pizzeria. <laughs> Again? 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 <laughs> this woman just won't learn. Yeah. Right? It, it's these stories With though. Buddy people, from the Cake Boss. Yeah, exactly. But see, it's, it's this naivete. Like, oh, it's on Facebook. Someone I follow shared it. Must
2: be true. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the other thing that, the other thing that you're pointing out though, again, is you're kind of rolling back to you know, not even just social media, but media in general. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's people magazine. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's so it there's a, there's a level, uh, there's a level, there's a threshold mm-hmm. of what we tolerate as, yep. as real or legit or, mm-hmm. or what have you and what we're willing to, to believe. It'll be near yeah, the end here
0: like what are the consequences of free speech so i think recently to kind of tie it into current events people like alex jones have been shut down oh yeah by we got to talk about that. various platforms and i had a libertarian friend like okay so how come these football players can take a knee and you're pissed off at the nfl but then why are you pissed off that you know, about Alex Jones, but you're not mad at Facebook or YouTube or Apple Podcasts for shutting him down. So they see hypocrisy. Is it hypocrisy? What, what's the deal?
1: What's... But... Uh, I back to Joel talking about hate speech or... Yeah. I mean, one is obviously... And is it not obvious that that's hate? that Alex Jones is stepping on people when they're down. Mm-hmm. The Newtown parents who've lost kids. Sandy Hook, yeah. Sandy Hook. I mean... And they equate that to football players who, whose ancestors have received wave after wave of injustice. Right. I mean, but, but it also is them not realizing the extent of the injustice done to African Americans in mm-hmm. our country. Right? But see, their view is like, but well, they, the NFL is a
2: private
0: organization, to- and they're telling the players not to kneel. Oh, uh, yeah. So don't. why are we mad at Facebook for telling Alex Jones you can't be here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we have to get into the nuance, maybe case yeah. by case.
1: Yeah, you really do. That's specificity. And maybe specificity. we no. can't
0: be broad with, like, all all speech must be governed by the government or governed by a corporation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Take it instance by instance, maybe. Yeah. I want to bring up one more thing. That's, I'm going to get really political here. Go over it. And this is – we get into trouble – Pushing for our own team, but I'm going to push against Trump's team here, and I'm not going to make any apologies for it. In that when um, we go too far, we really, we really energize the other side when we don't want to. Right. Like when you, when people like Sarah Jong do say things, I can understand it, but I I have some friends who will not go for it, who would vote Democrat. And I I wish that people like Sarah would be careful in not pushing. And it really is, we're going to need, this is horrible for me to say, we're going to need white males on our, the good side. I'm going to say the good side. Mm-hmm. And when you push them by saying white males instead of some white. You put one word in there. Some right. white
2: Ball males. Fire. Yeah. But, it, don't, but don't you think that, that some of those people are saying or, or are willing to say forget those white males for right now. Because those white males are not going to. That's not going to be it. The no. Future. Right. It's, that's, not the, that's not the future. There's. there are no, there, there are There are women. And minority and and multi you know multiple cultures or whatever you want to say multiple ethnicities of voters out there that we're really trying to look towards. We're not. Yeah, so so I guess what you're saying. That's that's the tough. Yeah, that's really the pragmatism pragmatism, So it's like pushing away some to get uh, another group. Right. So where do you? Yeah, that's that's a great point. The other because think about the environment, right. How many good things have been done for the environment by people who are pretty far out there, right? And force an issue and force... you know a certain vantage point because if it was in the middle it really would always it would always boil down to the pragmatism of of jobs and and you know how that was going to f- f- you know but we wouldn't have all technical. this amazing
1: progress
2: yeah. they if pull it were you,
1: for, they pull you I think direction. I know who you're thinking I'm thinking of as my white friends but it's not them I'm thinking more towards the center No I agree I, no I, I mean you. and I really think we might be pushing away certain centrists by using the words you know that Sarah used, but she, and then I totally don't blame her because she already apologized right. and, and, and she really was taken out of context, but I just want everybody to be more specific in their, in their no language
2: language. I want them to say some white people, right. but look at what you're, I mean, part of what you're talking about too is um, what I think, and this is maybe why people feel that the way they do is Look at what happened with Hillary's people tried Mm. to go with a centrist candidate with a, with what they perceived as a moderate candidate rather than Bernie or Sanders or um, because we were cautious. Yeah. Julie Julie Stein or whatever. Well, the woman, and then there's the guy from, um, that was the mayor of of Baltimore and governor of, um, uh, Maryland who I thought was great too. McDougal. I can't remember um, his name, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, so there there are plenty of people out there. I think we 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 also, you know, we kind of got to get away from tying ourselves up in in tradition and you know, there's a, there's a certain amount of centrist um, vantage point that's beneficial, mm-hmm. but it's not progress. Right. So do you and think it makes it easy for the, for us to go back? Like some right. people pinned us a ton of stuff on. Clinton because right. she had a history. I think that's why this young lady in New York is so yeah. fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody knows anything. She has, she's only, moving, only moving forward. Yeah. 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 And
1: Corbin in England. I don't know if you guys have been following oh, yeah. that, but that guy's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got some pretty nutty things that I don't think either one of us or all three of us would agree with. But man. Because of his, I think it's courage. It yeah. really is.
0: But I think on the left, though, like what, uh, or maybe even the Democratic establishment, we tend to gravitate toward the center. But on the right, they're going hard yes. for right, like with Trump. Right. And if you're looking at and England, the, like, yeah, or centrist Johnson rights
2: are, se- are just accepting it because they're willing to do anything to, to, for their part, to, to be in yeah,
1: power, power for them. Yeah.
0: So we tend to go more to the middle, but the right's going to the extreme. And so they're pulling the whole conversation rightward.
1: Yeah. And it, it's our, in other words, it's our, it's is our it cowardliness. Kindness. Is it, is it, it's our, our pragmatism, Yeah, pragmatism that's, that's allowing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. We don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Regardless whether yeah. they're right or they're left, I yeah. think is part of it too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But is you know that's the other thing is do you know do you have right leaning and and Republican friends and I think you were alluding to it Joel yeah. that I, that um, we could. are frustrated with what's with what's going on with. Mm-hmm. Their party. I mean, look at the last primary for the Republicans. They had all these different candidates, and and candidates who would have been, if were, were it not for Trump making fun of all of them, or calling them names, or whatever, right. would have had pretty kind of vanilla. <laughs> Except for a cruise, and a couple funny. of them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had, it would have had. So, I mean, it's 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 interesting. I don't think we're alone in that. I just think there's this, there's a our threshold is 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 not the same for what yeah. it all costs. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I no, you're I, right. If yeah. I could like, I guess one lesson we could boil it down to is it's just not easy. It, it's always going to be. You have to like. It's not going to be black or white. It's always, where do you draw the line yeah. in, as far as, and to yeah, get <laughs> enough people? Yeah, it's just, it's always going to be tough. And and it, to the extent that the people on our side understand that and draw the line in the right spot, we win, mm-hmm.
0: you know? So Yeah, it's crazy.
1: But I, again, I come back to like... Alex
0: Jones and in InfoWars because the, the last few episodes of our podcast I've been playing this clip which I'll play right here.
1: I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay. Uh, uh, serious crap.
0: That is such a. I a kind of that what about lesbian lizards? Exactly. He's discriminating the frogs with but the sombrero. So he, he has the whole thing where like the government's putting chemicals into our water that's turning frogs gay. Yeah. And then the government's secretly trying to make everyone gay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, and it's like that's free speech, isn't it? Shouldn't Alex Jones be able to say that? But aren't there consequences to freedom of speech? Do we say as a society like you can say that, but
2: as a society we, we, we have some consequences? Or no, do we just say like say whatever well, you want? I don't know. Maybe that's you guys, maybe that's public education. Yeah. Educating mm. educating people to the point, to the extent where they're just gonna say, Well that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And really I, dude yeah and, really dude i mean no matter what say yeah uh, yeah go ahead you go on your island yes yeah. we'll, we'll stay right here
1: yeah. right i would be the first to to say that in education and we've talked about this before john is a school board me, um member yeah. Uh, yeah and um i i think that the extent and we're slowly get into it um that we have neglected critical thinking yeah. is is criminal. Mm-hmm. I really think and that we're finally getting into it is crucial, but we're late to the game. And technology has been way out in front of us.
0: And we we talked about that in the technology episode a few episodes back mm-hmm. where technology is outpacing us.
1: Yes. That is a huge thing. And so by the time
0: that we kind of figure out technology, it's already ahead. We're
1: of already us. screwed, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't have time to adapt. Yep. We're yep. behind the curve. And so these things like social media, kids are like posting horrible things on social media, yeah.
2: but they haven't learned the norms. But how are, but how, you're right. And how, so the, the thing with the thing with technology is how do you use the tool? Cause we want to treat it as a tool rather than, a, you know, propaganda Everything. Yeah. Right. So if you're treating it as a tool, I think you're right on Joel with the, the whole Critical thinking thing, and so you want to look at project-based learning mm. or those things, you know, where where you're taking and and using that tool and saying, okay, here's all the great things that are afforded by this tool. Yeah. Here's here's your situation. Deal with it. And and as these kids get more and more sophisticated with how they use the tool, yeah. they can find all that information. And then your then your goal is to let them is to set them free and to guide them and say, okay, what did you did you think about whether or not this is you a know, great web, website, for instance, right, yeah. Right. Or, or how, and and, and really how do we even judge?
1: That? And, that, and, 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 you know, we're doing a pretty good job of that we're now, better, finally, yeah. but it took us a couple years. I
2: think we we're about two years behind. There where we, yeah. yeah, there was a lag. That's a tough one. Though. It really is, yeah. But I think, I think you know, you guys are both involved in, the, in, in, in where it needs to happen, and a lot of where it needs to happen. Look at yeah. the, the countries where people are kept down or the countries where, they, where there's not a free... And, and accessible uh, public education yeah. not everybody yeah, well, does everybody doesn't yeah. have it yeah. the same access yeah yeah and so you guys are you guys are where it's at man Well thank you well thank you yeah I yeah. appreciate that thank you. I, I do a lot of internet
0: work with my students for research on projects or essays or whatever but I think maybe there are some older teachers or older generations who are not comfortable with that because mm-hmm. there is a bit of freedom you have to give them. But before you let them go into that freedom, you do need to train them. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the terrain you're going to encounter. These sites are not reliable. Don't go there. It's a wild west. These sites, these are the markers you want to look for Mm -hmm. for reliable information. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of let them go. And there's, like, a bit of freedom in that. You kind of lose a bit of control. And then you look at the... Process and then the final product.
2: Yeah. Well, and the, and I think too, though, the nature of what we're probably talking about are, are things that are uh, political and historical in nature where there, yeah. there may be grays. You know, you know, it's not just all black and white, but if you look yeah. at things like from my vantage point as a physical therapist and project based learning, things are more cut and dried. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to a website that you find certain things out about different. Mm-hmm. You know maladies that people have, and different right. you know, different musculoskeletal problems, yeah. and 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 then socio-psychosocial aspects of it, or things like that. So it might be a little bit more cut and dry, depending on where mm. you're coming Probably, from, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, cut and dry is, is a good word because we are bashed constantly with data, but yeah. it's 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 humanity's data, and it's, it's so, and people don't understand the, the difference between educational data and um, really objective data you get from medicine and from yep. and it's it's really well, like in math difficult. it's right or wrong. Right. And and,
2: and there's every there's every well, shade between yeah. that too. Right. Well and, and so with data is okay is, is it really measuring what it's purporting to measure. Oh, he, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is there clinical is there clinical or significance that's that's legitimate to it? The sample <laughs> no. size. Right. Power it's all about power it's and, all about the end right and yeah. and also
1: even tawdry stuff like money gets involved in that I mean who's just, it? who's anything? supporting it exactly okay, yeah sure. I mean it, it, as far as like there have been so many studies supported by the people who are making money off of it, yeah, and companies yeah, right,
2: yeah. So, but like for us, for education, the nice, the good thing is, is that you can now that it's not all summative at the at the end of a year, okay. it's more formative. You can look at you can you can legitimately look at trends, yeah. yeah. And then, yes. and, and so that's, yeah. that's a tough one with, has always been a tough one with statistics is going mm-hmm. from, from significance to trends. Mm-hmm. Right. And then right. trying to see if it's measuring the right thing, right. If you, you know, what, what, the trend var- is what, legit. Var- what
1: variables are there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, over that, over a whole district sample size, the trend's legit. Yeah. yeah. But when, when you, what you we're try to. on with the yeah.
0: PLCs too, right. actually. Right. How do we create formative assessments that lead to the summative that's,
2: yeah, that measures. that. I love that as, I mean, as a, as a, as a clinician, who's more maybe, um, scientific informative because I see, say I say patient 12 times, mm-hmm. I'm trying to reassess every time. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not just, I'm, I'm not just waiting to the end and see what happened. Yeah. You know? It's so, good. that's the great thing for you guys, yeah. right? Is, is you can see, wow, Joel's doing something. Something's going on in Joel's class. So you're seeing the. Yeah. And then you guys can share that information and then you're, and then you, and then you see if that has an effect on your tools Kids or yeah. whatever.
1: Linda and I spent about two hours yesterday coming up with all of our um, hmm. formative assessments. And I don't even believe in formative assessments. In other words, I don't believe it ever ends. I mean, too many people... Every think, day is a right, assessment. exactly. assessment. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. and Exactly. Um, and so we're going to just like it's almost like the, well, the patient walks. I like to always use the and this is not going to make the podcast. That's no, fine. Like, I'll leave okay, it. Yeah. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. But I walk into the patient. I mean, the doctor always does, and you do your analysis. You do your tests, right? And that's what the, what the beginning of the year is about. You know, we, and I'm so both of us are going to do all these tests. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out exactly where each student is, and we're going to ask the student to make sure they know exactly where they are and all these things, yeah. and and try to. You know, and, and it was really cool, and, and we're getting there. Raising quill, quills oh, one, Lexile's one, state tests is another. Mm-hmm. Free rice for vocabulary. Oh, what yeah. level? It gives you levels. You know, and, mm-hmm. and um, you give, you give free rice to your kids. There's a website where that, you yeah. give free rice to poor kids in <laughs> Africa and India and Asia. Yeah, by oh, getting yeah. yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. That's really good. That's good. good yeah. I was kind
2: of just kidding. Yeah, he was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, we are getting off topic. We're going in Mr. Kringle's room and he's got a rice bag. I don't know right. why. He's so giving us free we're, rice. we're getting off topic. That's what <laughs> no, good.
0: All right, so let's, let's wrap it up. What are our final thoughts? Round of, go around. Joel, final thoughts on free speech?
1: It's gray. It's gray and it's and don't go with your gut. That's all I'm going to say. Be rational. Spockian. Ra- ra- Spockian. Yes. Yeah.
2: John, you got? Live long and prosper. Yeah. <laughs> if necessary yeah right there's no way around it we've 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 we have to have it that's it's it's essential and so we just it's it's up to you guys as educators us as as parents and and community members to kind of just to to deal with the nuances of it
0: Mm -hmm. i would say that you know free speech it's in our first amendment it's one of the pillars of our nation. But I think it can be abused. And I think because people think, oh, I have free speech, I can say whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. But we have to, as a society, as a community, maybe kind of impose courtesy or some rationality to it and say, "Like, yeah, the Constitution says you can say whatever you want, but as a community, we we have some norms as to what's acceptable. Right on. And when your free speech becomes corrosive or abusive or violent, and then we have to put in some limits. Yeah, as a society, not necessarily governmentally. But you know, back in the old
1: days, they put you in these the stocks and throw tomatoes at you. Self-censored. Right. Self. And it was a community thing. It had nothing to do with government. And that's a beautiful thing. Whenever communities decide to not buy a certain product, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. Thank you, John. Right. Yeah. Nice. That was awesome. That was super. It was just me uh, and Joel, but I'm glad. Serendipitous. Serendipitous
2: yeah. Yeah. that I came over to buy the chop saw, borrow yeah. the chop saw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Now I'm going to go see if my son cut his fingers off. Oh no. I'm pretty did sure he did not because he didn't call He's me. He's fine.
0: Yeah. So in this part of our show Joel and I each like to share one thing that we're listening to or we're
1: reading or we're watching. So Joel, this week what are you what are you doing? I Um, have always liked a band called Pavement, and then Stephen Malkmus, their uh, lead singer, broke off and is with The Jicks, and just recently, I think it was June, came out with a cool album. I think that um, it's his, I don't know, I think it's his best called Sparkle Hard, whatever that means. And I already played the song for Jose. There's a great song. It's the last song I think in the album, and it sucks at the beginning. It's one of those songs. It's got a slash, and it's got two titles. And the second half is really cool. And it's all just like danceable and lots of like fun, like drum strumming. In other words, like some some muffled uh, guitar, electric guitar, and tons of wah wah, and um, and and yeah, and tons of like. Uh, I don't know, octave voicings, and it's just super cool, and it comes at the very end. And nobody's going to listen to it. So go listen to Sparkle Hard by Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks, mm-hmm. who have just an incredible and prolific amount, especially Stephen Malkmus when he was solo. Folk Jam, look that up. Carrot Rope, I love that. It's, it's kind of like, um, I think it's, Poppy, but it's all pop. And um, like Two States talks about California, I think, and splitting us up because he's from Modesto, I think. Oh, wow. Stick Figures in Love is a great song. Check it out. Really easy listening, but uh, interesting. Craw song. Check it out. I rub
2: so. Send tell, and
1: make life hell. You know what it's about here. Yeah. Mm. C.R.A.W. song is got, if you're an accordion lover, you'll love the song. And it's, oh, yeah. it's got just, it's a story, lyrics type deal. But anyway, Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks, new album is great. i never even heard of this person, so. Oh, yeah. That would be He's, cool. Mm.
0: I don't know, he's pretty obscure. But one of the things I like about when you do your you know, your outros is that you bring up these bands or these musicians I've never heard of. And so I'm forced to
1: look them up and check them out and listen to their songs. That's cool, I know. Though. That's cool though. I talk to people who are really into the music and they're just putting me to shame. But you know what's fun? Mm-hmm. It's just being able to listen to any song mm-hmm. at any time at any moment that you want to. My uh, uncle's um, good buddy, when we were in Kansas last week, he said, he said, you got to meet this, he, his best buddy basically makes these sort of, um, I guess they're sort of retro banjos out of, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, out of what the Africans used, which would have been like a calabash. Yeah. And he keyed me into groups that I, I probably like a following of a hundred people. That's great. And you could never have listened to them except for in our era, where you huh. can listen to anybody, however obscure, at any moment. It's so beautiful. My but wife I, wants to come on the show because she's super into music. Oh. I'm not into music when are we at all. We're doing that.
0: We need, yeah, we need to do it. She's she's like, why are you inviting me on the show? What the hell?
1: I know, we need to bring her. All right, come on. She knows way more about music than I do. We probably had, I think we had that exact same discussion. Like, I think we did. Two or three times. I yeah. think I've Getting like it's either deja vu or we've actually had that discussion. We've had it multiple yeah. times. We need to get her on.
0: Yeah. So I, I mean, for this week, I'm watching the movie Pinocchio. <laughs> you, you told know? me that. I'm my wife and I were we're we're trying to build our Disney movie collection. Yes. And I'm buying all the the Marvel movies. Like the other day, I bought Thor Two, which is like the wor- one of the worst Marvel movies. But on um, the Dark World. And you get you get extra scenes though, right? You get all the, like, deleted scenes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. So, I want, we're growing our, our Disney collection, and we added Pinocchio, mm-hmm. and we, we watched it. And I have to say, it's actually really good.
1: Actually, why would it not be? It is amazing. It's amazing. It's so romantic. And yeah. there are little towns that that's, that has been mm-hmm. based on in Europe that just yes. are exactly like that. It's so beautiful. And, and I think it's because
0: it's one of those sentimental movies where it's like, oh, it's Pinocchio. You have to like it. It's a classic. Mm. But the message of you have this little, still, small voice in your head that tells you the difference between, between right and wrong. Mm. And you can either choose to listen to that voice mm-hmm. or not. That's a real thing. And every time that Pinocchio turns away from Jiminy Cricket... Because Jiminy Cricket, his conscience. That's the ego yeah, he, versus, oh, no, the um, super ego. Super ego. He turns away from it, right? And he goes down these paths. You know, he ends up becoming, you know, he works for what, Stromboli? Mm-hmm. Then he goes to this carnival area and he turns into a jackass. Go ahead. Make
2: a fool of yourself. and maybe you'll listen to your conscience.
0: And it's only when he listens to his conscience and he acts out of selflessness, and he, you know, he goes to rescue Geppetto out of the whale. Mm-hmm. That he becomes a real boy.
1: Yep. I'm a real boy. You're alive, and you are a real boy. Yay! we A real
2: life. Boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we become real people when we act out of selflessness, when we do things for other people. Yeah, we become real people.
1: We become the people we. Have always meant to be at our best, yes. In other words, when, yeah, and we fulfill ourselves, yes. Yeah. And I, I liked that message, and you know,
0: it, it's like you kind of get it, like, yeah, his nose grows, he goes to these places, yeah, yeah. But when you actually stop and think about it, it's like, yeah, there are these deeper themes that speak oh, to us today, so yeah, so it was good.
1: Uh, Go watch Pinocchio. It, it's, I don't even know that my own sons have watched it, we have to check that out.
0: You gotta make your sons watch it.
1: Yep. Well, I have it on Blu-ray now. So, all right. If I can buy a Blu-ray
0: player, that's <laughs> right. <Ezra. laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, John, for joining us on our humble little podcast. You could do us a huge favor by subscribing to our show whenever you listen to podcasts such as Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes. And be sure to rate our show and leave a review. Your rating will help others find this show. And be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Conversations on Tap. Thank you for listening. and We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers, Joel. Boom!
2: Yeah.